Welcome to the Willingdon On Mission Podcast, a place where you can hear stories of how God is working and consider how He might be calling you to engage in His mission. You can find other episodes online at willingdon.org. Now, here's our host, John Best. Well, welcome to the Willingdon On Mission Podcast. My name is John Best. I'm one of the pastors at Willingdon Church. Today, I have the opportunity to sit with Celan Govinder, who is the CEO of OM's Ship Ministry. Welcome, Celan. Thank you very much. We're glad you're here. Can you just give us a little glimpse of who you are? Yeah, as you've pointed out, my name is Celan. I uh, come from South Africa, lived and uh, been there for most of my life until the age of about 22, where I uh, then joined uh, OM. Uh, mission agency and uh, sailed with their first ship there, Dulos, uh, and uh, been involved with them ever since. Married to Colleen Govender, and we have two children, uh, my daughter Tessa, who's nine, and my son Milan, who's just turned five. And where do you live? I currently live in Germany, near Frankfurt, okay. in a little town called Mosbach. Beautiful. Now, you mentioned OM. What is OM. OM is uh, what we would understand traditionally as a mission agency, but I think uh, we would say that it is a global community of Jesus followers uh, that currently have about 3,500 people working with them, representing over 100 nations and working in over 100 nations. Wow. What does OM stand for? Uh, Operation Mobilization. Okay. Uh, it was founded uh, in the 50s by someone called George Verwa. Right. Now, you are the CEO of the ship ministry that OM has. What is OM's ship ministry? Yeah, uh, many years ago when George uh, started this ministry, the burden was to uh, try and get good literature to India. And then at a prayer meeting had this idea of uh, saying, uh, why don't we get a ship? And people thought it was a crazy idea. And then in 1960s, he uh, got the first ship, uh, Logos. And then ever since we started the ship ministry, we've had four in our history, 45 years. And currently, we only operate the Logos Hope. Uh, there are about 400 people living on board from about 60 countries around the world. Uh, and the, all of them come for a year or two on board in order to learn, to grow. The main aims of the ship really is to share knowledge, help, and hope. So on board the ship, uh, public are welcome to come on board. There's conference facilities. We have seminars, leadership programs. There is a book fair. There's an iCafe, etc., where crew and staff can connect with people that are coming on board. So I've heard it said that the OM Logos Hope is the largest floating book fair in the world. Yes. Yeah. It might be the only floating that's book right. fair in the world. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's neat. Give us a glimpse of what are some of the things that, uh, that the OM ship crew does when they're in a port. Yeah, so uh, most people on board would have a normal job. Some cook, some clean, some work on the deck, some do administrative, some work in the book fair. But whenever we come into a port, there is a team that goes ahead of the ship uh, and they do the advanced preparation in terms of the permissions, the publicity and the program of events that we would have on the ship. So they would generally have events on board for schools, for women, for children, in which the crew and staff display culture, in which we communicate values and a strong message. We engage with churches. Uh, so they would go out uh, on Sundays to visit with as many churches as possible, take events there at the churches, as well as have opportunity to engage with like-minded ministries, visit hospitals, prisons, etc. Hmm. Where, has, where has the ship been? Where is it? Where is it headed? 
Yeah, the ship is uh, uh, been to Africa. Uh, we've just toured uh, in 2016, uh, early 2017 in Africa, and currently it is in the Caribbean. We're just coming to the end of uh, nearly a year-long visit to the Caribbean. She is now in Barbados, having some very fruitful ministry there, and headed to Grenada uh, for. Uh, the last port in the Caribbean. And then uh, we will be embarking on nearly two and a half year visit uh, circumnavigating Latin America. This is after 20 years, we'll be returning to that region of the world, very exciting region of the world. Now we're recording this in November of 2017. Listeners might listen to it some other time, who knows really, but uh, there has been a significant hurricane season in the Caribbean this year. How has that affected the ship ministry and what opportunities has that, has that raised? Uh, yeah, part of our developing of a schedule is to also look at the weather patterns, which time of year it's best to visit based for this very reason. Now, we've experienced a few hurricanes uh, during our time in the Caribbean uh, where the ship itself had to leave port a couple of times in uh, 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 Antigua, uh, where it was called by the port authorities that we needed to leave, all vessels needed to leave, and we sailed out and came back. But one of the wonderful things is that we've had the amazing privilege of working with Samaritan's Purse and uh, traveling to the island of Barbuda that has really been devastated by the most recent hurricane there. 95% of the establishments really were destroyed. All of the population have uh, moved to Antigua while the the Barbuda island was being uh, just cleared and uh, built up again. So uh, we had the opportunity to send about 80, 90 people uh, every day, about 10, to travel with Samaritan's Purse to help with the clear-up process. But uh, I think one of the most special things is uh, uh, in Antigua, all of those that lived in Barbuda had lived now in Antigua with families, and we had the privilege of hosting them on board the vessel. An opportunity just to communicate that they are not alone, an opportunity to encourage them and to pray with them. Uh, You know, looking at these people, some have lost everything. And uh, just to sit there, watch them weeping and cry out to God has been an encouraging, impactful moment for us. But they found tremendous encouragement just coming on board the ship, meeting the crew and staff who came from very far places to encourage them. Mm, That's great. Can you tell us a couple more stories of how God has used this particular ministry? Yeah, and I think uh, when I think of uh, the ship, the Logos Hope, and the platform it creates, it's really a neutral platform where many people from various sectors of society come on board the ship and engage with us about values, about life. I remember in uh, March this year, I was sitting in uh, Curaçao, which is still uh, controlled by the Netherlands, and they have uh, what they call a governor general. She accounts directly to the king of Netherlands and is kind of the figurehead. Uh, and uh, we were having dinner, a very committed believer. And she was uh, sharing with us, uh, you know, just about life and leadership, etc. And then I asked her the question. I said, you know, uh, governor general, uh, what is your biggest challenge and how can we pray? There was the three of us sitting together. And she looked at me and she, almost with tears in her eyes, she says, you know, I'm going through a very difficult time right now. Uh, it's election time and I have to oversee these elections and my, my husband is being uh, uh, attacked uh, by the public. My son is forming another party and it's just been a very, very trying time. And then I invited her to our weekly prayer meeting and I said, can you share that and get the community to pray? 
she shared that and people gathered around her and prayed. And it was phenomenal, the access that the Logos Hope gives to people of this stature. And to see that they're real people that has tremendous challenges, and yet she is committed to the work of God and having the opportunity to come on board. And she's advertised that in Parliament, that she's been on the ship and people prayed for her and she believes the country is going to be okay because God is with them. And it was just a beautiful image of seeing the body of Christ come together. Mm. You know, I think of stories of people that walked on board the ship in uh, uh, Guyana, many, many uh, miles. They've traveled to get to the capital, Georgetown, and a community from uh, that was not uh, following the values of Christianity. They walked through what we call the journey of life on the public deck, and it's really the story of the prodigal son. And as someone explained the story to them, uh, in tears, uh, they asked, how do I get to know this father? Uh, The whole family right there decided that they want to follow the Lord Jesus because they, they loved the values that he had. They loved the fact that he talks about reconciliation. He talks about peace. And he said, this family said, the father said, you know, in my religion, there is no peace right now. It is a challenge. And therefore... I resonate with wanting to have someone that can bring peace in our lives and in our communities. And that was a beautiful moment just witnessing that and observing what God is doing right on board the ship. Thank you. What kind of people are you looking for uh, to, to actually serve on the ship? Yeah, the the ship, uh, of course, we have uh, different people that apply to join. The average age on board is about 26. So there's a bunch of young people. Uh, uh, There are families on board. Uh, We have a school on board in which the children are educated uh, because their parents would fulfill a role. So we need uh, skilled people, professional people, uh, sailors, deck officers, engineers, electricians, plumbers, carpenters, etc., But really, I think it is just an opportunity for anyone that has the sense that they want to fulfill God's purpose. They don't know where to start. The variety of ministry opportunities that the ship afford gives people a very good indication of what giftings and skills they have so that they could live out the purpose that God has for them. Mm. So we welcome anybody to join us as long as they, they love Jesus, they follow God, and they want to live out His purposes on earth. Now, how long, how long do people serve? Most people will come for one or two years okay. uh, on board. We do have a short-term program for three months that gives people an opportunity just to see and taste uh, what life is like, how do they work, how do they do ministry, how do they interact with different cultures, etc. As we were chatting before we started recording, you outlined some of the outcomes for participants. So as they leave the ship, what are your dreams for these people? As they leave the ship, you know, we have about 400 people living and working on board the ship. Every year we have about 200 uh, join us and leave. Our dream is that uh, as a result of someone's time on board, they will be equipped and motivated to become contagious Jesus followers. That is uh, uh, living out the purpose of God wherever they find themselves. Secondly, that uh, wherever they go, that they must contribute positively to a vibrant community of Jesus followers. And thirdly, focusing actively on the least reached in our world today. So they must have the value system wherever they go. uh, Things need to change around them, not because of who they are, but because of what God is doing in their lives. Great outcomes. Thank you. 
Uh, this might be a good time to just give listeners, those of you who are from Willingham Church, let me just give you a glimpse of why in the world I'm talking to Celan. We have a growing relationship with OM yes. and with the OM Ships Ministry on a couple of fronts, and so I just thought I should tell you what they are. One is one of our long-term missionaries is Siang Chiang, and Siang works with OM Ship Ministry as as a promoter, as a mobilizer, as a fundraiser. That's part. That's her yeah, role. That's right. And so that's that's one significant piece. We also, some of you may know Stephen and Leanna Eng, who uh, who are part of the Willingdon Church family. They've actually served on board Logos Hope nine or ten different times that's at this right. point. They're and currently so on board. They're on board currently. And uh, and so if you want to learn more about OM Ships, they've got an inside track. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and and another point of engagement that some of you might be interested in is we've actually. Uh, reserved a spot to send a short-term team this coming summer, summer of 2018. Yeah. And uh, and so there will be an opportunity for, for you to see the ship ministry and serve on board if you're interested. So find me if you're interested yeah, in learning great. more about that. Tell me a, a few ways that we can pray. I think uh, we are in OM ships. We are going through a transition right now. OM has just adopted our new mission and that is to see vibrant communities of Jesus followers among the least reached. Uh, currently, there are over 2.8 billion people that uh, nobody is attempting to take the gospel to. This is what we consider the least reached. Uh, every day, 57,000 people gets added to this number due to the birth rate. Uh, statistics data tells us that if we continue to do what we are doing, that trajectory continues to rise. Uh, and we feel that we need a fundamental shift. Uh, we are currently aligning everything we do to how do we go about changing the trajectory of these numbers? How do we make sure that uh, the opportunity is given to the 2.8 billion people to have uh, knowledge of who Jesus is, what the kingdom of God is, and how much God's desire is for them to be a part of that kingdom? And uh, everything we're doing is pivoting towards that. The reality is that we cannot be thinking of incremental growth these days. We have to be thinking exponential with the age of technology and information and communication. And I believe we can. I believe our generation has the opportunity to see the gospel message, the good news of the gospel message of this kingdom reach that 2.8 billion people in our generation. I'm convinced of this. Uh, not because we have perfect strategies, but because we have a generation that wants to live their life for a cause that is worthy. And as I often say, for me, there is no greater cause than the cause of the kingdom of God. Hmm. So you can pray that God would continue to lead us and guide us. The three pillars that we have is mobilization. We want to see a million people, a million churches mobilized in the next decade. We want to see a million intercessors raised, praying specifically for the least rich. And we want to see a million people released to go serve in some way or form among the least rich. So prayer, mobilization, and partnerships. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Celan, for your time. Thank you. And may the Lord continue to use you in mighty ways. May he give you wisdom and favor and joy and thank energy you. in these days. And uh, we will pray for the, the ministry of OM Ships. Yeah, thank you very much. And are excited to engage in a variety of ways. Yeah, let me also express my deep appreciation to Willingdon Church and their partnership with us, uh, with OM, uh, with OM Ships. Uh, really do value your prayers and appreciate deeply your partnership with us. Thank you very much. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Willingdon On Mission podcast. We hope you have been inspired by your time with us today. To learn more about Willingdon's outreach ministries or to hear more episodes of this podcast, find us online at willingdon.org.